growth mindset number 12 excited to be back for the first episode of the year 2021 today i will be speaking about the nigerian entertainment industry from the music business to the movie business to the media business and we're all aware how it has exploded in the last 10 years into mainstream so i'm excited to speak to Bao lawal today who's a new york city based pr professional He's very active and very uh, involved in the uh, Nigerian entertainment business. Um, he's been a music artist manager. Uh, he, owns a, he owns a clothing brand. So, and I've known him for some time now. So I'm excited to, to introduce you to him and, and talk to him about uh, the growth of the Nigerian entertainment business. Let's do it. Bow. How's yes. it going, my man? Going good. Thank you for having me. Nah, I'm, I'm happy we're having this conversation. I think this is this is long overdue. Right? Well overdue, my brother. <laughs> one thing is 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 for sure. You are one of the most connected men in Nigeria. <laughs> 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 I mean, I know I know you're not gonna say it, but I, I see I see your moves, I see I see I see how you operate, I see all the, the, the things that you're you're involved in. And it's like you're you are you are not allowed, you you you're in your corner, you're doing your thing, but I can tell you're one of the most connected men, especially in the Nigerian entertainment business, man. And I mean I give you kudos. I mean you have a lot of projects you've 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 executed on, things that you and I spoke about in the past and I've seen you grow through all with all of that. I appreciate so, that. I appreciate that. And then then you're I mean, in all of this, you're you're very humble and genuine about uh just uh connecting with people and then and, and pretty much helping people advance, right? So right. And, and, and I really appreciate that. No, I think I think we all owe the continent and the people from the continent, you know, obviously the world in its entirety, but the continent itself needs yeah. needs people who are willing to connect others. Yeah. And, you know, bring forth new ideas and create a foundation for yeah. things like what you're doing, what I'm doing and obviously yeah. what the next generation has in store. So it's exciting. Yeah. Um, and you're actually the one that invited me to Clubhouse. So uh, <laughs> it took I you five you years. <laughs> you it took you five years. In, <laughs> it took you five years to join because as soon as I got on, um, there was some gut. Like every social network, obviously, it has yeah. highs and lows. But as soon as I got on, you know, made some great networking yeah. uh, relationships. Um, yeah. Got you know because i do pr and the firm yeah. itself we've gotten you've gotten some great conversations some marketing yeah. conversations and i was yeah. like nah Biro would love this so and i checked it out it's it's mm-hmm. it's I, I already see how i can use it especially like it's kind of like an after party for this podcast that's mm-hmm. what i'm seeing in my head gotcha, where it's gotcha. like okay i connect with with guests or, or i pretty much have my thought leadership on on on, on the podcast and then on to clubhouse i can engage with people so everybody here uh, i mean the people that are listening just know that that's coming down the pipe we're going to be doing kind of like after episode sessions on clubhouse and sometimes i mean uh, we, i'll even have uh, my guests there so you can people that have questions for you for example they can engage with you all right so we'll get right into the meat of things here right today's topic is about we want to get some insight into the Nigerian entertainment business, right? It's a, it's a, it has become a huge industry, right? I mean, I was looking at the data 
um based on um statistic, uh, statistics or stats which is like a economic data house and everything so if you go back to 2014 the 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 the, the industry when you take entertainment media it's about it was about a 2 billion dollar uh industry we're in 2020 we're already you're already at a six over six billion dollar industry right in nigeria mm-hmm. and once again i should clarify we're talking about reported numbers here <laughs> right no nothing we don't is, know we don't know we don't it's, know it might be a was, was, it might was, well you was, know uh, that's true. that's the numbers that's it we'll just put it like that that's we're talking about what the accountants got so yeah, right now you're sitting at over seven billion because I mean technically we're 2021, mm-hmm. and it's forecasted to go as high as 11 billion by 2023, which is literally in two years. Like it's just like when I look at this growth line, it's just pretty much it's like I would love my stocks to do do that, you know, to all of them if it could just go like that. <laughs> only, but so it's 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 a big business. You have movies, you have you have you have music, you also have all these type of media and you have innovative media especially with the with online connections and everything so i just wanted to chat it up with you about this because i know that for from a conversation we had you're yes you're you're in the industry you know people you know what's going on but also from a business standpoint you understand the bigger picture right? so that's why i wanted to engage with you about about this because there's a lot of there's a lot of young people right uh, especially in our community the, the diaspora when you think about the african diaspora right they want to get into the music business or the entertainment mm-hmm. not necessarily to be artists but to be part of the media industry to be right? involved with this big way you, you have different things happening and i think i wanted personally speak about this so people understand forget what your parents or how your parents feel about this. This is real. Like, this is... Oh, no, definitely. You know what I mean? Because I know, in, I mean, in our culture, sometimes they like to downplay... Uh, uh, the entertainment business. The entertainment business. Mm-hmm. Well, I just needed to people to understand from a monetization standpoint and from a business standpoint how big this is. Um, my point is that this is something I've been following for some time now, and, and, and I've pretty much I kind of understood where this is going and, and, and it's still in the, like technically if you look at the continent, look at the size, we're still in the infant stage, man. So, I, I mean, so before we dive into the the, the meat of the, the, the topics today, right, just give people a brief background about you because uh, I know you, but I think it's, it's important for, for our listeners to, 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 to know who's Bao and like and also your your name right is is what's what's the full name and what's the story behind that okay uh well my name is Bao I am from a small tribe in Nigeria called the Shekiri tribe okay um Delta state to be exact Delta state is uh, one of the strong oral states okay. in Nigeria okay so if you hear like um shell or you know most of the big oil companies in Nigeria that's yeah. where they you know, they get work done. Yeah. Unfortunately, so it's, by, it's by the coast, pretty much. Yes, yes. Unfortunately, Guinea. being that a lot of oil companies are there, you get a lot of oil spills. Yeah. So it's led to the fishing aspect of my state just being completely done for. Wow. And it's led to kidnappings being really big because, you know, people don't have work, yeah. people can't fish, yeah. people can't work and all, you know. So um, I'm from Delta State. Um, I live in the Bronx, yeah. been in the Bronx for over 20 yeah. years. Um, 
being Nigerian in America, I think I was one of I was one of those people who wanted to put the culture on early. Yeah. Um, obviously, we're in a different phase now where the African culture and African content and everything African is a lot more loved and beloved than it was yeah. two decades ago. So, um, obviously, I came, got bullied, you know, all that good stuff, the same story. <laughs> yeah. it, wasn't, it wasn't anything like, like, I don't see it as bad or yeah, good because yeah. I, I went to boarding school in Nigeria. I was going to be by seniors <laughs> and teachers. <laughs> right. So, it's like, they, these are, you know, like sticks and stones can make my, like, nah, I, I had sticks and stones already, so these were just words. Yeah. So, like, I, we would joke back, you know, they would make fun of my accent, yeah. this, that, so we joke all back. So, I never, yeah, right, so you know how it is, like, I feel like if an African comes now, obviously, kids are going to be yeah, kids, yeah. but it's just a whole different, yeah. you know, um, perspective. So, um, got into college, and I really started like trying to push the culture we started with like fashion shows i know we worked with yeah. you and baruch um yep. so we did that um i started hosting events mm -hmm. because um my club actually didn't have enough money to hire a host so i became the host for co my college okay. show and then other schools would pay me to come host their shows okay. and that's how i got into hosting mm -hmm. and after hosting people would reach out to me to manage them okay so um, I went into music. I was a band manager, okay. um, and we were big on live instrumentals on our sound. Yeah, I remember, I remember you know, one of the bands you were managing. I actually got yeah. to watch them play. So we started with that because back then it was just DJs, yeah. which was also a huge thing to get African DJs, you know. <laughs> but um, we got into live music. Yeah. We uh, we started working with artists like Wizkid, David yeah. Earl. Um, I don't know everybody we've worked with Berna, yeah. we've worked with everybody, but back then, you know, we uh we pushed for live music to be how artists performed in America. So that was one of our big accomplishments because it was strictly DJs and you know it'd be a live show, yeah. but it'd just be recorded songs, so it didn't really feel like it like a live show. Yeah. So we were able to get that into it. Um, got into promoting, yeah. got some artists here. Yeah. There's a lot of people that I met through you. Like when I think about DJ Tunes, YB, um, mm -hmm. whether it's uh, uh, um, the, the name, I, I don't want to mess up her name, so I'm gonna, I'm not gonna try. And <laughs> 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 uh, just, I, I know, especially because uh, I, when I was in New York, I, my my side hustle used to be uh, like uh, parties, pretty much. Yeah, and I remember yeah. you, you, you got, you connected me with YB. He did a great, fantastic job, and there was there was the one party I, I remember I, I was I wanted to do with DJ Tunes when he was I mean obviously he was it was <laughs> <laughs> before he when he was based still in still in Brooklyn right this I was that was right, gonna be right. I, I don't before, know if you remember before the club he became... greenhouse that used to be the spot then no nah, that was definitely but the then spot. Uh, something happened with the the the, the management where they I, I couldn't book that night so yeah we we had to cancel that but. There's a lot of names that are like bigger today, big today. I know that I met them through you, and it's like that's why when I tell people like you are connected, like even though you're mad humble, you're you're, you're no, you know I see, I see them all as yeah. fam, you know, like it's family, and obviously there are artists back home that we've gotten to work with are big yeah. enough, but I just see them all as yeah, family. Like, I don't and know. that's a beautiful thing, right? Now, as far as because. When I hear your story, it's a lot of similar stories out there, especially nowadays. 
with given the global movement of people, the interconnection, social media, how it doesn't like people in Africa, people, uh, you have the diaspora here, we're connected, right? We we're informed, we know what's going on. We travel often back home. Mm-hmm. Um, like I try to go to Guinea every year, pretty much. So just talk about the relation, the relationship and the chemistry between the Nigerian entertainers at home and those based in the, the U.S. or the British diaspora. Because, I mean, we know that David, for example, spends pretty much his youth in here right. in the U.S. Right. And then they, uh, Wizkid's kind of the same thing in, in, in England. Yes. So just talk about currently where that relationship and chemistry, like pretty much that working chemistry and even the creative process. What 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 are what are you sensing is happening from like creativity standpoint or the chemistry when it comes to collaborating? Just just speak about that that relationship. Um, so like you said, David O. Um, David O. is usually in the South Atlanta to be exact. Yeah. But, um, yeah. he went to school out there. Obviously, built a relationship with certain people, and it's helped out his yeah. career and like features and certain relationships yeah. and. Um, Whisked, Whisked is usually in London for the most yeah. part. And the reason being, I, it's hard to describe the relationship because, um, obviously I tell people all the time, England is a smaller country, right? So yeah. England is a smaller country. England has one time zone and yeah. London and the surrounding cities around London have a similar energy, not the same, but a similar energy. If you were to compare mm-hmm. to what goes on in the United States, like okay. the United States, like Whatever is happening in New York is yeah. not happening in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just completely different. Like, Atlanta people yep. in, yep. like, Georgia and New York, we, we don't even see eye to eye, right? Yeah, and now yeah, when we yeah. move to the left a little more to, like, let's say Houston, which is another city that has a lot of Africans yeah. in it, different energy, yeah. you know? And yeah. then you yeah. go to Cali, whole yeah. different energy, right? So you go to New yeah. York, that's boxed in, you know, like... And then you have the you have the Caribbeans that listen to a lot of African content, like you mentioned already. Yeah. I, I, I remember, like, when I think about Burner Boy, right? Like, literally two, three years ago, I, one of my Jamaican friends told me about Burner Like, he was already on <laughs> Burner Boy. Because through, and through pretty much through the intersection between England and, and, and the Caribbeans, like, they were already jamming to Burner Boy. While, while me, like, Yes, I've heard the name, but I I couldn't even put a face to the name. Mm-hmm. And then it's not until literally like yeah, maybe a year and a half ago that's when I really started listening to Burn. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I appreciate about Burn is that he he stayed true to himself, mm-hmm. and the, the pretty much the wave came to him. It's like he didn't go cloud chasing or, or chasing the the mainstream, right? It's just mainstream do does what mainstream does. Mm-hmm. It's like they go from one thing to the next. And from a when we let's because I know we stress we stress more on the music industry. When I think about the movie industry, right? Once again, talking yes. about the death, right and everything. One thing that I've noticed with Netflix movies now is like the prote- production is happening in multiple countries now. Even when it comes to movies, like yeah. I, I remember one movie that I watched. I think it was with Benki was in it. Okay. It's like part yeah. of the production was in Nigeria, but eventually there was part where there was a trick to America, and then they actually had scenes from America, right? They actually had uh, uh, pretty much they produced in the U.S. as well, and it's all part of one. When I think back, where it's not, production was just in Africa or just in America, now it's like you get that cross 
um, culture and cross pretty much the I, I see the expansion as far as movie production as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, obviously when when Nollywood got its start, you know, it was just shoot this movie, get it out there. They just want it. They want our story, you know, and um, you would do the whole rags to riches or the good guy wins at the end, you know, because that was not what Hollywood was given. Yeah. And even Nollywood wasn't, you know, Nollywood had similar storylines, but it just, yeah. you know, wasn't told the the African way, you know, or yeah. the Nigerian way, because I don't want to, like, yeah. make make one story everyone's story. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, it's gotten there, but it just got to a place where production just has to get better. You know, there's yeah. so much more eyeballs involved and there's just so much money coming in and competent you know it's it's gotten better you can't give those same horrible special effects yeah. with lightning and thunder and somebody <laughs> but, you know like it's just it's the sound yeah. effects the glory to god you know like we're just it's we've gotten better now and then they know their audience is coming from all these countries outside of nigeria yeah. you know yeah. so that had to change. That changed everything because, like I said, the big the big boys are involved. Netflix has a Netflix yeah. Nigeria thing going yeah. where they're looking for movies and they're looking for I mean you know, houses. Go ahead. And I think one of the biggest thing, when especially when we look at Netflix in in Nigeria, is that when you have money involved like this, mm-hmm. so much happens so much uh, so quick, right? Because like, let's think about the U.S., right? When you have Netflix, all this money they pour into production, right? Or when you think about Silicon Valley, all this money that's thrown at entrepreneurs to build up companies, let them lose money for four or five years, but they still give them money to grow as long as you're growing. That's one of the things we've we've lacked in Africa, right? It's like fuel for... for you have all so much creativity, so much entrepreneurship on the continent, and Nigeria also is... I mean, everybody knows Nigerians are hustlers. But it's like that fuel that can come and mm-hmm. pretty much propel everyone forward so that you could get to the point where monetization is happening, right? Exactly. So it's like, so as I've always said from a, from a business and economic standpoint, there's a big gap between the creativity and the, the, the amount of entrepreneurship on the continent and the monetization that is happening for for for, for these initiatives, right? It's like, mm-hmm. and that that gap is usually comes into into forms of funding and, and and working capital from a business standpoint, and just pretty much having that baseline support that can that can pretty much hold you hold you until you can fly. These yeah, projects I... can fly. These projects yeah. can fly. And when Netflix in Nigeria, that's what I'm hearing is that okay, now the big dogs is on the ground, the money is here. No, now definitely. it's like it's like definitely. fire. It's it's crazy because obviously, if anyone, if a big company that is, you know, is well respected looks to invest in you, there's an ROI. <laughs> the return of investment yeah. is is high. You know, yeah. it's not something where it's even close, especially when it's a new market, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And um, if you're African, you know, like a lot of these markets, like it's not just, hey, invest here and you get the money back. Like there are a lot of a lot of people to pay. There are a lot of things that are yeah. not, you know, on paper that you yeah. have to figure out by being having a local involved, you know. Yeah. But they're willing to bypass all that because of the fact that the world is interested in the content. And, you know, I find it funny because it's like the movies popped up before music did. 
yeah. but the music companies jumped in before the movie industry did. Yeah. You know, because if the movie industry had jumped in years before, it would have, you know, this could have been completely different. You yeah. know, like we didn't even see those people as serious actors yeah. back then because of the roles they played and the amount of the production not being up to par. But yeah. Obviously, Netflix, obviously Hollywood, you know, everyone, they see African actors yeah. as professionals. So now yeah. they invest in, in it. But um, the, well, the biggest, go ahead. No, I was just going to ask, what would be the, you think is the number one thing you will attribute to the African music and culture, like breaking into mainstream in this, like, especially between 2010 and 2020? Like, what would be the number one thing you attributed that to? Is because I, I mean, I, I just I, I, curiosity. I, I think, I think we don't get a lot of dance music, right? You know, like remember, like they'd say the death of disco. Like at one yeah. point, like disco was that thing because yeah. it made people move and dance. Yeah, yeah. Like, if we take the, you know, Caribbean music was that yeah. at some point. You know, yeah. Saint Paul was yeah, one of dances. the biggest. Yeah, Sean Paul was one of the biggest acts, yeah. you know, in the world. I remember Sean Paul did yeah. songs with everybody. And yeah. it's like, it wasn't a big deal. Yeah. I, I, I think I said this before somewhere else. And I was like, yo, Sean Paul did a song with Beyonce. Yeah. And it was just, hey, Beyonce yeah. and Sean Paul got a song. It wasn't like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Beyonce is doing this for Jamaica. You know what I mean? Yeah, Sean yeah, Paul yeah, was yeah. so big that it wasn't yeah. a favor. Yeah. So just done. to clarify, you're saying this. It's the dances that captivated people. I'm saying the sound makes people want to dance. Okay. So it fills that hole. It keeps, so it keeps pretty happy. much the, 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 the sound brought. It's like, you know, when you hear something that makes you happy. That, that yes, you... exactly. Exactly. I never thought about feel, it like that. I yeah, I think we filled that gap because yeah. it's like our sound, African music, it's it's a movement. You know, you it move. It makes like, you move. Yeah, some, like most of the African songs that are big, yeah, are uh, those songs that make you move? And sometimes, obviously, we have people from multiple, like, speak different languages in one country, yeah. and they don't understand what's going on. But yeah. it makes you move. And this, these these songs move. are like full generational yeah. songs, like the songs that your parents play on Saturday. Are no, 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 no. Songs I, 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 I never thought about it like this, but it makes so much sense. Is that because when I think about the song Jerusalem, all right? I don't oh, come on. Heard they saying. I don't, <laughs> I don't know, know what they have. I don't know what, like, I don't know where, I mean, I know the DJs from in South Africa. I can hear mm -hmm. when the, the remix were Burner Boy, I understand what, a little bit of what Burner is saying. Right. But I don't hear a word, but when you hear that song, every, anybody hears that song from China to, 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 it makes to California, it makes them move. Right. So I never thought about it, like, but I 100% I I agree that we, when, when people finally got to hear our sound, that it, it got it just connected yeah because, it, i feel like it, it just takes it, that weight off your shoulder you know yeah, like it's yeah. just the vibe that takes you know obviously yeah. vibe is that word now that everyone used to describe every yeah. anything but it makes yeah. you move it takes you know takes the weight off your shoulder like yeah. all the songs we loved growing up like you yeah. know saturday you're cleaning but you know you don't feel <laughs> horrible yeah. because that song is you know just yeah. keeping you up you don't even want to show your parents that you're enjoying yeah. it but you know it keeps yeah. you going and i think i think that's what african music does and yeah no one does it like we do yeah. so it's just 
it's our time to show the world how we do it, you know. Yeah. And the, the answer so. I usually give, the, the answer I usually give to this question, mm-hmm. I usually think of social media, right? Mm-hmm. The, the growth of social media, the different forms of social media. I feel like pretty much social media broke the barriers that control the, the eyeballs, that control the, 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 the pipelines, right? Because before before social media was big, it's like you're counting on BET or, exactly. or TV or, or some media houses to approve of your content for people to get get access to it or see it. While when social media came around, it didn't matter <laughs> where the, the, the content was coming from. If it's good, it flies. Right. No, definitely. Like the definitely. Of social media was 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 very. No, they helpful. took the power. They took the power away from the industry. They took the exactly. power from Give radio, it to the where it's like you don't even have to have a song on radio to be popping. You know, the biggest challenge yeah. right now, the Busta challenge, which I don't watch. Yeah. If anybody's like, if my mom or girlfriend are listening, I'm a man of God. I'm not watching <laughs> the Busta. <challenge. laughs> no, um, but no, it's like you know, she the the song is gonna get start getting played in the radio now. Why? Yeah. Because everyone, what's that song? Um, who's next? Go, yeah. go, right? Like yeah. it's just it was popping on social media, and yeah. now everybody catches on after. You know, people get yeah. to choose what it is they like. like. YouTube, whether it's yeah. Facebook, yeah. Instagram. It's like now it's like pretty much the gates are open, man. It's right. If, you, if you're and, able to create good content, eventually more people lashes on. Latch, latch no, on. definitely, and it, the people. The reason people lash on is how it makes them feel exactly you you know you're either feeling good you're either feeling sexy you're feeling confident whatever it is it takes you there then you want to be a part of it you know and i think every other type of music whether it be rap you know rap has gone away from dance as much r&b isn't there as much so it's like it's just it's that gap is going to be filled like disco was so huge that they went against it you know it was that dance thing obviously people were associated with drugs and all that as they were dancing but it was so big that they had to stop it you know it was just like so i think i think i think our music makes people including ourselves feel better you know and and it's only getting started man i mean oh no definitely growth trajectory it's just insane when 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 more people will be able to Get access. I think what I'm happy the most about is that we're actually monetizing it better, right? We're we're Way actually better. we're actually making um we're actually making. Uh, I see a lot of entertainers being able to not just live off their craft, but really doing really well because it's this is it's important because whether we like it or not, we have to understand we live in a capitalistic society, right? It's a society where you create pretty much your the wealth the wealth of whether it's individuals or, or a country depends on their productive capacity. That's just how I view the world, right? And uh, you can be against capitalism. You can be, uh, you can have your own philosophy of life. Well, what the, the rules of the game that that have been set globally, even in China, that people think are communists are looked at as communists, is capitalism. So it's about being able to monetize your your production, what you create, and I and I'm happy that when I see Nigeria, I see artists, I see um, movie uh, movie actors, I see I see I see people monetizing this, and it's not just 
pretty much flow into somewhere else, right? Because that's that's what will hurt, right? If you have all this creativity that was being monetized only elsewhere and not on the on the ground, not on the continent. No, definitely. Um, obviously, we have brands involved, so they're making their money as well. But yeah. I think it's going to help teach the brands, the smaller brands in Nigeria or the brand, the upcoming brands. I don't want to call them smaller brands, but the upcoming brands yeah. better yeah. understand how the industry itself works. Because a lot of things are just this rich guy likes needs a passion project there. My uncle is filthy rich and yeah. he made his money from God knows how, you know, because yeah. there are a lot of rich millionaires and billionaires in our country that don't have business acumen you know yeah. so yeah. they got their money however they got their money but they're looking to invest it in things so now you have actual brands investing you know yeah. in in music in yeah. movies yeah. in yeah. these houses that create movies so it's yeah. like that's that's the one good thing that has come of it you know obviously money's leaving the continent but so much yeah. more money's coming into the continent because things are being done the right way we get professionals and we're getting people like you said going to school for certain things that 20 30 years ago people want to go to school for because that avenue didn't exist yeah. you know like yeah. somebody could just be going to school now to be a sound engineer and feel like they could feed their family because yeah. they yeah. can be associated with a label yeah. that you know is actually pumping music out and getting music out there and paying paying them the right way not just okay i'm just gonna be around when the rich guy feels good he pays me you know and yeah. it's yeah. better yeah. than no, my no it's, it's 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 a great thing to say it's not just a hobby now it's it's, it's actually so it's, it's a big business um just a transition here um in your uh based on on how where things are right now what are the top um uh, movie production houses in nigeria oh. right now and just just brief background like uh, about them and like who's who's at the top and kind of like how they came about but like the top three when it comes to movie production. um so how nigeria works like i hinted at it a bit is it's regional right yeah. so now you have different okay. tribes so now if you realize yeah. like there'd be the Yoruba movies, there'd be the Igbo movies, and there's the Hausa movies, which probably isn't getting as much traction as Yoruba and now Igbo. So when you say when you say these uh, these different tribes and their movies, you're talking about things that are produced in those local yes. languages? Yes. So it's really regional, okay. and it being regional, it covers, like, they cover a certain type of story. Like, most African movies have a certain theme, you know? So it's yeah. like, this comes from Lagos, or this was shot in... On each other. This was shot in Abuja, like because mm -hmm. that's that's mm -hmm. what you know. That's the story these cultures are looking to cover. So it's it. not like I wouldn't. Yes, they are companies that are making movies, but they're really all under the yeah. umbrella of the location in which they want to represent. God, it. it's kind of like where you have, let's say, you have movies produced under in mm -hmm. Atlanta, especially with Tyler mm -hmm. Perry. Then you have Hollywood, exactly. Coast, but then you also have New York that produces a lot. So it's, it's like, like that, but then it's also like the fact that okay. you need X amount of money and you're doing it in X amount of days, right? So it's not as okay. rigid to get involved, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so now mm -hmm. if you, a lot of things in Nigeria start with if you have somebody with a checkbook and they're willing to sign these checks, <laughs> you can. You can yeah. do it. Like, hey, uncle, hey, aunt, like, all I need is mm -hmm. you to sign this, you know, I get some cameras, yeah. 
and I could shoot you yeah. eight movies in six months. Yeah. You know? Okay. So now the actors, the actress, yeah. you know, we get two big names and we get every fill everybody else in and we start knocking these things out. Yeah. So now you can have yeah. outside of the country where they're gonna talk a lot about, oh, this person did voodoo, you know to get rich yeah. and now they're yeah. rich life isn't what they wanted or they gave this up you know and then you have yeah. other people yeah. where they're talking about the rags to riches story and you have other people where they're yeah. talking about um feminism and how women aren't getting the opportunity because a lot of Igbo filmmakers like the yeah. they would be like okay let's talk about the fact that the money like the son is always the person that they trust with the the yeah. heritage yeah. and the fortune so it's pretty much stories Stories embedded into the cook that pretty much inspired from the cook. Yes, that yeah, just it's like the just what they what they understand and what it is they feel the culture feels okay. represented by. So, like Nigeria yeah. is a country, but my, Nigeria is also a land where I mean, it's, it's a, a land where country. the white man said, "Okay, you guys are now one. Like play play together and make it work." Yeah. You know, so yeah. everybody tries to tell their story. So um, from, an, from a return on investment standpoint, right? Because you have, let's say, the money guy that signs the check. So far, based on, I guess, the stories that you've heard, these investors that invest in movies, these movies that can eventually be like licensed to Netflix now and all of these things, they've been happy with the return they've been getting. Yeah, right? I think... Like, um, especially I lately. Think, so I don't know how a lot of these people get their money. You know, <laughs> no, I'm just talking about the yeah. No, the I movie. think it <laughs> is it is a good thing because you know okay. they get transactions, they get a paper trail. Okay. So it's regardless, okay. it's a good thing for yeah. them. Uh, I'll let you read between the lines, but um, <laughs> yeah, I think I because <laughs> the industry is growing, right? And like I said, the investment is yeah. not it's not insane. Like we're not, you know, movies being yeah. made in Hollywood take months. You know, like yeah, the yeah. multiple locations, so multiple. Let me, just, Go ahead. let me just say, I just, I just want to say to people because you know some people are listening, they're not gonna be able to read between the lines. I'll Go say for what, it. Oh, <laughs> won't say. So pretty much, you you have to understand. There's a lot of, based on my understanding, right? You have, you have a lot of money that are not made the proper way right i would just put it like that you have money a lot of money that's made not made the proper way but through the movies and and, and through the media industry entertainment industry some people are able to to give a paper show a paper trail of money now like pretty much clean the money and then eventually then but also get a return pretty much if the movie movie does well so that's for those people that are that can't read between the lines. It's kind of like well, that's where we're going with that. But <laughs> uh, no, but I get it. I get it. And, and I think, I mean, hey, honestly, I'm I'm the one to judge because if you know how this world works, whether it's from America to Asia, you understand that business yeah. is business, yeah. and it has it has pretty much it has developed countries places that we revered today were pretty much built on these type of money schemes, right? So even Oh no, Hollywood. definitely <laughs> Hollywood. You know, Hollywood like a lot of times so, when they go yeah, back well, into and, and and that's why I'm like I'm not gonna No no it's it's just 
I know how the world It's just works. like the world has grown a bigger conscience, you know, we're yeah. a lot more conscious yeah. than we were 50 years ago. Yeah. You know, the things yeah. you would say yeah. in public, you can't say, you know, like some things can't, yeah. you can't yeah. even yeah. say in your Thanksgiving dinner table anymore because we're, we've grown, we've, you know, we've mixed with each other. We understand each other a little better. So like things are yeah. a little different, but yeah, back, if you watch a lot of, um, Hollywood docs, it's like, oh, we went to the mob to get money and, you yeah. know, they covered it for us. Yeah. So I don't want anyone yeah. to think it's a good or a bad thing, but it is it is what it is. Like yeah. a lot of money, you know, people wash their money, whichever they, way they wash their money. So um, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's, yeah, that's yeah. how that works. That's yeah. literally how that works. Um, people have money to spend. They don't have what to spend it on. They don't even, they yeah. can't claim the money. So now, you know, you get, get yeah, into yeah. an industry that's booming. And then a lot of the yeah. artists you like are sponsored by these yeah. people. These Like a lot of the artists you like, I'm telling you now, they're sponsored yeah. by these people. I don't want to say like that. A name just popped yeah, up. Yeah. No, yeah. no, you don't have to give any name. But I get I get it. And, and, and honestly, but, but his, I'll show you the difference. Right? right? And one of the problems the, the, the movie industry and the music industry has is this lack of funding, mm-hmm. right? Regardless of where the money is coming from. So when you think about the the, the government and you know, all these different uh, institutions that are around, right? They're they're just. I can safely say that you have a lot of people stealing money. Of course, yeah, right? yeah. I'm every talking, every right? country. Right? So, so you have a lot of people taking money from the government coffers or or illegal some some other illegal activities. But what is not happening? We don't. We're still not. We're not seeing that investment into like the media industry, the movie industry to get it off the ground, right? Because I tell I tell you one thing, right? Yes, because this this that's one of the things that I say about corruption and all of that. Corruption in Africa is 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 that is very bad. But what would have been helpful if? All these people that act, that steal the money were actually reinvesting the money on the continent instead of leaving this money in coffers in in Switzerland or in America in bank accounts. In, you get mm-hmm. you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because at least if you reinvest into the economy, even if you're the the custodian of uh, or the the holder shareholder of the money at the top, but at least the money is flowing through the economy and helping create wealth create it's helping people produce do, do, no do, yeah you're you investing I mean? back into it you're so investing I, back into it and it exactly so what i'm so, so in guinea so in guinea one of the problem is especially the i know a lot of people in the industry, entertainment industry in, mm-hmm. in guinea right i know a lot of people that are, that are comedians actors musicians they want they they create a lot of good stuff right they they, they but it was it's a it's hard to as an entertainer in Guinea. It's hard to make that your your pretty much your day to day, like if because of the lack of investment, right? People are looking towards the government to to invest when the government coffers are 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 pretty much um, restrained themselves. They, they I mean they always at running a budget deficit, uh, so. If this investment was, was was at least coming from people that are stealing the money from wherever they are mm-hmm. stealing it, it would have been a great thing because it's gonna help production. And I want people, uh, people that are listening, to understand. I'm not condoning corruption, right? But I just want to get your mind into how the world works so that you understand that 
the wealth of a nation depends on its productive exactly. capacity. Exactly. So if you can bring money to help production, help produce, help create, yes, that some yes, it's not Trust a great me. thing that that. No, I will. Stolen, I will say this. Just a lot. It's 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 a, it's, it's, it's it's one thing that I know is holding the at least the Guinea music and, and entertainment business behind. So in Nigeria, if if they they find a formula to do it. No, that's what I just want you to know, like for those who might be looking down at it, that that's how America got a lot of his entertainment going. A lot of the rap exactly. artists for, from drug deal, like yeah. these people rapping, <laughs> from those people rapping drug, about drugs yeah, like Rockefeller, are not, are not um, <laughs> making it up. It's just that's how they were able to fund it. That's how they were able to fund these And they actually talk about it. They talk about yeah. it. Jay-Z like, speaks about it a lot. Jay, 50 Cent spoke about it. The 50 yeah. Cent. It's like they use dope money to fund legal Trust activities me. that pretty much... These things are expensive. When, these things are very expensive. The IRS is happy. The IRS is happy when these new corporations are paying their that's taxes. It. They're that's very it. happy. Money, change, <laughs> money changes hands and things move. No, but seriously, like that's how it happens. A lot of these... It's an investment to have a music or it's an investment to start going to production for film. Like, you have to pay yeah. for studio. You got to pay for actors. You got to pay... like. Back home, yeah. it might be a little different. You know, you don't have to go work, you know, get with the union and make sure you pay this person and yeah. get that insurance and all that. But a lot of money goes into it. You got to find um, yeah. location to shoot. You have to rent homes, all this rich man's house yeah. and this school and all, yeah. you know, yeah. everything is paid for. So that's that's why yeah. Nigeria itself moves a little faster than I would say most African countries because the rich yeah. men or the men with money are willing to invest in it, whether for whatever the reason may yeah. be, they could find the uh, some of this rich men invest in the movie because they want access to this famous actress, yeah. or you know, like yeah, it could yeah. just be that. Oh, who do you have as the lead actress? Yeah. Oh, this beautiful woman. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna give you money, yeah. and when she's done, you know, let me know when you guys are launching. I want to come to yeah. the red carpet and introduce myself as the backer. Yeah. You know, like whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. No, no, I, I get it. It's uh, it's all. Yeah, so it, it so doesn't far. necessarily have to be like for that self, you know, for, for the country. It could be a selfish reason. And I guess as well, exactly. as a creative and as a hustler, you too, you have to find out what would make somebody invest in you outside of the fact that you have the greatest idea ever. Like that's just, that matters to yeah. you and to you alone, you know. Yeah. Like this rich man yeah. and these companies don't care about your dream as much as you do. But yeah. you have to... Yeah. I think and, it's one of the laws, the fifty, the laws of power, where you have to find out yeah. how it helps who it is you want to help you, you know. So yeah, yeah. that's that's something to take from and, that. And, and and honestly, like I said, regardless on how it started, today you have people like Netflix on the ground, right? So <laughs> there was enough buzz created that by these rich people. And, uh, but, no, these rich people yes, created they, a buzz, and have, Netflix jumped on board, and now we have an industry. <laughs> Yeah, now you have a big, yeah, big names on the ground ready to to fuel more, more uh, kerosene on it to 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 spread, uh, push it forward. Um, one 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 um one artist, he used to be an artist, like now he's a movie that I see a lot of in these Netflix movies is Banky, yes. right? Banky Williams. Um, I I does does he have uh his own movie production? I'm not, I'm just I'm just curious if you're familiar with. Does he does he does he produce his own movies or is uh and just pretty much just talk about a lot of artists going into 
Nigerian artists going into movie production and then just or, or being actors? Well, Banky is a family friend, so I can answer okay. a little. He's basically an uncle of mine. So it's okay. like good and bad that if I mess up the details, I might get in trouble. <laughs> he's going <laughs> to basically like my older brother. So I don't, yeah, I hope yeah. I don't mess the detailing up. So obviously Banky started out here, went back home to do music. Um, okay. They just. So he started yes. in the U.S. Um, so okay. my actual cousin who I grew up with in the same house and him are best friends. Yeah. So they started um, okay. the label EME. Obviously worked with okay. Whiskey, worked with um, uh, oh yeah, that's yeah, Nini, uh, Nini um, work Neola. I'm not saying the wrong name, Neola. Um, worked with a few more okay. artists, and I'm drawing a bank on my other guy. I'm horrible with names, guys. I just want you to know that you're not the yeah. one. It's the same thing. So, the the name. No, it yeah. it bothers yeah. my soul. But um, so worked with a few. Oh, Scales. Scales was the guy I was trying to remember. Shout out to Scales. Scales. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Scales is my Scales. guy. Um, personally, guy yeah. like he's a good guy. But um, so started EME the label. Um, and the one thing about Banky, Banky is a hustler. Banky's a visionary. Banky gets shit yeah. done. So, yeah. um, Banky came here back to school to study film. Now, a lot of you don't know that while wow. the music thing was going, he wanted yeah. to get into something yeah. else. Obviously, he was backing Whiskey, helped create one of yeah. Whiskey's best albums, um, worked with Whiskey a lot, yeah. you know, featured in, yeah. discovered Whiskey, all that good shit. Um, so, yeah, yeah, but yeah. he jumped into the film industry, went, came here, I think New York Film Academy. I'm, I'm not sure which exact. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. I think I remember seeing the story about that, but it's like, is it, was it NYU? Yeah, I like forgot that? which exactly, but he came back to New York okay. and came and studied and got his degree and did that. So when he, when he's okay. in film now, he, it's not like a passion thing, basically. He actually yeah, was yeah, able yeah. to study and got better at it because that's what he was interested in. And that's one thing, if you noticed about, Banky's music videos, they're usually well detailed, a story to tell. Yeah. It's not just, you know, we're in a club, music playing, girls are shaking their butt. Yeah, it's a story. Yeah. So it's something that he actually has always had a passion for, and he went mm -hmm. to school and got that going. So it's, I mm -hmm. wouldn't say it's just a passion. You know, obviously you go to school because you care about it, but he's well versed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's well -versed no, no, on that. I mean, it's interesting to see that growth because I, I do, I mean, like you said, I, I do remember the kind of like, uh, so Whiskey started under his. Yeah, he discovered right? Whiskey in church. I think Whiskey okay. and him went to the same church. Oh wow! In yeah, a family member introduced Whiskey. But was this in the U.S.? No, no, this was in um Lagos. Yeah, yeah, discovered okay. Whiskey in Lagos. They went to the same church. Um, family member introduced um okay. Whiskey to Banky, you know, and then it goes okay. from there. Got it. Uh, no, no, I've, I've, I mean, I mentioned Banky because it's one person that I've been able, I was able to follow kind of his growth because I remember listening mm -hmm. to his music, seeing, uh, I, I briefly uh, seen uh, the, the movie transition. And now when I go on Netflix, I see a lot of his movies, which is, so that's why I, I like, it's one of the reasons why I wanted to mention is because I, I was able to see that growth and I feel like he embodies a lot of the growth that you we've seen in the Nigerian music and the movie industry. No, right? yeah. Um, the one thing I'll always say about Nigerians is they're hustlers. You know, what I mean, like Nigerians. Oh, yeah. Nigerians <laughs> hustle, and it's one hundred. Yeah, and it's something Africans have. It's just like 
the freedom for Nigerians to just break out of the norms uh, just seems to exist. And obviously, we still have parents that tell us what to do and what not to do. But Nigerians yeah. have pushed the barriers a little bit further away from where they were. And I think it's going to help the yeah. continent. I think, to be honest with you, like yeah, somebody's going to take that flag and run with it and take it elsewhere. But Nigerians, yeah. I've done a lot of music and a lot of film and a lot of arts, and it's just what it is. And a lot of times, one person has about four or five different hustles, you know, it just depends on whatever yeah, yeah. pops, you know, like a lot of times you see this artist and like, oh, what were you doing? Oh, I was making beats. I was acting. Yeah. I was dancing. Da, da, da. And this is what it is. Yeah. You know, this is the one that popped. So I went with this, you know, that happens. No, um, I've heard stories of how music industry work in Nigeria. Like it'd be it'd be like if you have a studio in Nigeria, you make a lot of money because these guys are just working for whatever money they can have to just come record so wow. it's like people are online like people are spending 10 12 hours like one upcoming artist probably has like 60 songs you know just looking for anything that yeah. you say okay this is it and that's because it's yeah. just you know there's not a lot of avenues to just be rich of and these people no, all have, these young so men have good. degrees masters bachelors but nothing you know there's not a lot of work out there so just a transition when it comes to mm -hmm. music right the music from an outsider, if I think when I think of Nigeria, I'll say, okay, uh, when I think about the top music production houses, I'll think of like Don Jazzy's, uh, I forgot the name of his label. Then I'll think of these are things, names mm -hmm. I've heard, right? And then you have MMG yes. out there. Triple M, Triple MG. Three yes, Triple M, because MM is um, you also Ross. Have, yeah, you also have uh, David O's. Uh, 30 BG. Uh, 33 mm -hmm. BJ, and then you have Star Boys. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's those are the top four names, I guess, that comes to my mind. So I'm just curious, I guess, briefly, since we're short okay. on time, um, how pretty much what would be your top three music production houses? Uh, and this is, am I the names that I threw out there is from an outsider perspective, right? They might be a name that most people don't know, but it's actually, no, the um, <laughs> well, I, I think the names you said cover it, you know, obviously, um, okay. Maven, which is Don Jazzy that you mentioned, used to be Mo Hits, and yeah. then he rebranded it as okay. Maven Records. Maven, yeah, and yeah. you, you know, I always give respect to Tenure because the music industry mm -hmm. changes, you know, and right now he has yeah. Rema, which is one of the artists seen as the future of the Nigerian sound. What's Rama? Name? Yeah, Rama? you know, okay. you know, Rama. I, I looked that up. Yeah, I probably heard the do maybe, do maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so he's <laughs> he's like people are saying, oh, that's the next whisker. That you know, just you know, everybody's always going to okay. say the next. You know, is always whoever's the biggest. Yeah, Don Jazzy is like Diddy. Yes, yes. Tanya makes like beats. He's, he's been there. And he's he's reinvented the 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 the, the, the sound the, the, the sound the, the, the everything the yeah because so, he's even able to adapt exactly with the exactly that's I think when I think of Don Jazz is like this. no to be honest with you like I think like people don't realize how much things change in entertainment and how quickly it happens you know so and Don yeah. Jazzy also has worked with Kanye uh has has a yeah. beat on um I think has a beat with Beyonce as well so it's like. Yeah. Whatever it is, like he's put in, he's put in work. Um, and um, yeah. let me see, I think right now, obviously, um, we have Chocolate City, which is more rapper friendly, um, has MI okay. and has a few upcoming rap acts that you, you know, I think like in a couple of years, once like 
I think people have to get used to rap not being the American sound, like denunciation, the way people yeah. pronounce words yeah. in America yeah. being different. Because even the Brit rappers are finding it hard to cross over. Obviously, they've created their own market, so they don't need to cross over to America. But Americans just aren't comfortable yeah. with hearing different accents rap. So that's going to yeah. take a little bit. Um, David O's yeah. label, David O's one. David O is a per person that has money to spend so i think his label yeah. is always going to be around and he has great talents in his label because he has a yeah. great eye for talent so his label and, and go ahead no just a follow-up question what's what label is burner boy signed burner is well the big label i know the big label he signed with whisket yeah, he signed okay. with Whitskid. I think he's in Atlantic. No, he left. No, no. Burner is with Atlantic. I'm sorry. And David O and Whitskid okay. is um okay. with. Damn, who's David O and Whitskid? Sony. Sony. Yes. Okay. So, so I guess I mean I don't know if you have insight into these partnerships. So, is it pretty much they completely went under these people, or is it? Some well, sort of the big artists, the big artists aren't doing um something smaller, right? Like the big okay. artists are just straight up with the label. Like Whisked obviously was under okay. um Banky, um uh, So 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 when you say the like for example, Starboy would be RCA. So yeah. Okay, and like whatever like. 30BG would be under... Um, RCA um, as well, Sony, Sony as well. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So, um, okay, so I get that's Because obviously it was stay with us Nigerian labels, you know, because that's the market you're in, getting music to Nigeria, sometimes to London and England and then America. Yeah. But now the music is way bigger than... Yeah, yeah it's way bigger than what a Nigerian label... Yes. And, but a lot of, a lot oh, yeah. of these labels in Nigeria are signing distribution deals with Sony, Atlantic, you know, again, again, that to happen. So that is yeah. something. I mean, anybody that's interested, you can Google the, the details of these yes. deals, whether it's distribution, yeah. whether it's... Uh, it's like Whiskey and this David... Becomes, this is like contracts, right? You never know what are the terms, but if you Google it, I'm sure you can find enough information about these deals. But we're just telling you... Um, Pretty much, what are some of the agreements in place out mm -hmm. there? Yeah, Whisker, Davido on the same label. I know Burner's on Atlantic. Um, okay. I've met the okay. people, some of the people that work with them, and it's just it's okay. just they themselves. You know, they again used to what it is that is working with an African artist. You know, the sound that we have. Like I've yeah. had people reach out to me, like, "Yo, I'm trying to brand this way. Does this work? You know, would this work out?" Yeah. So. It's where it's where we're headed. Where everyone is just going to be signing with labels here in America and UK because yeah, yeah. it's just I mean, where you get bigger is just mm -hmm. eventually. And that's the scary thing. thing. And making sure your first contract doesn't yeah. limit you from doing what exactly. you need to do next. David O almost went through that, but his father bought out. I don't know if you know the story of that. David O had signed to a small label. Uh, what's, what, what's uh, David story? O had signed to a small label to um okay you know to do music his father found out bought out the whole contract because his dad is very rich and then <laughs> you know sent them to school told them if he goes to school graduate you know support him financially and create a label and obviously that's how um um 30bg or david o music worldwide dmw becomes a thing and obviously Got david it. o being the artist so a lot of people assigned to bad deals that's why you get artists changing names Kids Daniel yeah, went yeah, to Kids yeah. Daniel, run 
Hunton has yeah. to deal with that. Even um, the whiskey and um... yeah, I mean, I think that's a it's a common mm-hmm. thing in industries. That's why, like all these up and coming artists, it's, you have to be very shrewd and wise about what how you do things because you can easily get hype and jump into any deal just to get out there. You have it goes back to the bigger picture, right? You you have if you know you're gonna be hot, if you know you're gonna do the things you imagine yourself doing, you cannot make bad decisions today that's going to impact the, the long term. So I think getting counseling is always important, right? Oh, Talking yes. To, that's to, one to, thing someone said in Clubhouse. People that have been there, people that are in there, that people that don't have a stake in it, getting the right counsel is, is, is vital. No, that's something I was told on Clubhouse. Someone said that shit, and I was like, this is absolute true. Like, as an act, the first thing you get after a manager is a lawyer. <laughs> because once you think in a in a in a in an industry yeah. lawyer, not yeah, not no, no, not lawyer. not good vibes, lawyer. Not, like a lawyer not vibes, not basically. vibes and inshallah lawyer. You need a full <laughs> 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 Oh man. for real. So final question, so we can wrap it up. Um pretty much the outlook for the next 10 years. I know we just got through a crazy 2020. People came, like you said, people couldn't even tour. Um, pretty much your outlook for the Nigerian entertainment business for 10 years. I know from a monetization standpoint, we know it's going to grow, right? By 2020, we're 2023. We're already looking at like $11 billion reported numbers, uh, forecasted. But what is your outlook for the next 10 years as far as African entertainment, Nigerian entertainment business into the mainstream, but also? Um, first thing I would say is to study hip hop. And the Caribbean sound, because I feel like we will have a similar wave with what it is that's going on. Because now, you know, hip hop, you have hip hop billionaires and you have hip hop CEOs. We have hip hop CEOs and billionaires going on right now. So you have Jay-Z being somebody running an industry. You have Diddy being a billionaire, right? Like all this comes from hip hop, right? So I see that happening for a lot of our current CEOs, a lot of our current like big names, like I see them going into the industry a little more. I see them being who people reach out to to sign new names. So I see that for us. And I see Africa as a continent getting in on this wave, right? You know, like Afrobeat is the sound now. I see that being defined a little better. So it makes way for new sounds because South Africa is doing a lot with music. And we are aware of it, but the world isn't yet. You know, South Africa does so yeah. much with dance. Like the way you were talking about Jerusalem, yeah. like you can't hear that yeah. song and not move. Like it's, yep. it's impossible. <laughs> it's like no, so, South Africa has so much going on. You know, and they have strong yeah. DJs and great acts. Yeah. And even with rapping, just like I was saying earlier, with yeah. the world getting used to rap not being American voices. You know, that's huge because, yeah. like, when it's a non-American voice, it's hard to, like, digest rap. So that's yeah. going to be something going on. Um, So I see that happening for music. And I film is even, it's going to be so crazy. Like, I think film's going to, yeah. just because of the window in which we can make a movie. And yeah. the fact that our population is growing, a lot of sound, a lot of stories are going to be told. But once people start realizing, like, our stories are genuine and it hasn't been told, and we have a platform yeah. to tell it, it's going to blow up even more. Because a lot of people are going back home. A lot of people are becoming a lot yeah. of professionals 
are going back home and yeah. they're going to help shape this industry. I was talking to Rotimi, yeah. the, the artist, was on our podcast yeah. and he was talking about how he wants to go home and buy mm -hmm. land and make something similar to what Tyler Perry has yeah. in yeah. Nigeria. And, and tell the people the, the name of your podcast. Oh, the name of the so podcast, if you want to check it out, is called No Wahala. It's No Wahala Podcast. Yeah. On, um, it's on, it's yeah. everywhere. We have a uh, and you have a co-host. Yeah, we have a co-host. His name is Tunde. It's me and Tunde getting it done. And um, he's yeah. in somewhere in Africa right now, chumping yeah. life. So whenever he comes yeah. back, we'll go back to <laughs> we'll go back to recording. So yeah, check check out his podcast. Thank you. Bao, I really appreciate you coming on this podcast. Um, Growth Mindset Podcast. And this is you're the first guest of 2021, man. So my year is starting well. I feel like the prettiest uh -huh. girl in the dance, man. I feel special. <laughs> Thank you. I know 21, 2021 is going to be popping. Yes, that's that's expectations are low for 2021. So she doesn't have to do yeah. much. She has to <laughs> not be like last year. <laughs> I can't wait to come on your podcast. Nah, definitely, so we're gonna have finance, fun once business, um once we um economics. once we settle settle in and he's back. Um, we're definitely gonna get you on because you have cool. a lot of wisdom to share when it comes to economics and finance, and obviously yeah, the life. Looking you, forward to it. You're yeah. one of the more interesting men in the world, so we need we need in the <laughs> I wish, man. <laughs> <laughs> My bank account can be interesting. That's all I. Can Don't do. worry, it's coming. <laughs> we see it already, but don't get even better <laughs> all right man yes this, sir like i said this was bow thanks for 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 the time and i uh, everyone have a blessed uh uh rest of the month and let's get 2021 on the right path and let's 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 have an amazing year cheers yes, sir trust appreciate you